0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Get Invested. With
1: Ben Dunbar and Brett Sifling from Gerber Kawasaki.
0: Weekly, we'll be giving you the update you should know about the markets and the economy. And as always, we kick it off with our disclaimer. Today, we may be talking about stocks, stonks, bonds, buying the dip, Jpow and everything in between regarding investing. Uh, do not take anything we say today as advice. Please consult your advisor before making any investment decisions uh we have a lot in here if you want to talk to one so
1: well happy one year anniversary to literally the one of worst days in market history
0: yeah second worst in the past uh 70 years believe it or not there's a lot of days uh 70 years ago so the dow a year ago okay march 6 march 16 2020 the dow and the s&p and the nasdaq were all down over 12 percent yikes yikes is right uh as investors had absolutely no idea what to make of this virus i don't know if we if we'd even gotten to covid it being called covid at that time i'm pretty
1: sure that month aged me like 10 years
0: yeah that's for sure so uh believe it or not that day put the market 30 percent below its all-time high so uh obviously march was a pretty crazy month so Looking at numbers, we'll talk about the Dow, my least favorite market metric to talk about, but the Dow closed at 20,188. Today, the Dow is at 33,000, okay? The NASDAQ, those tech stocks that we all like to talk about that are more fun to talk about. Uh, NASDAQ closed at 6,904. Today is at 13,525, just one year later. So if you btfd hopefully you know what that means uh you're up 63 percent in the dow and 96 percent in the nasdaq exactly one year ago In indexes In indexes yeah we're not even talking options here or anything like that so uh some of my favorite stats come from a blackrock student of the market they put out these slides every single month and uh looking looking at the past 70 years Believe it or not, three of the worst 15 days came in March of last year. And then three of the 15 best days also came in March of last year.
1: Try timing the market.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's it's funny. You know, you look at these stats and in hindsight, oh, the government's going to step in. Things are going to get better. We have the best medical people we've ever had. We'll get the fastest vaccine in history. Um, things are definitely going to come back. It doesn't feel like that in the time, but, um, you know, fast forward, we're, we're here 12 months later, we're, we're getting back to the office. DoorDash is a $40 billion company and, uh, stimulus checks are becoming so popular that we've nicknamed them stimmies.
1: Yeah. And uh, honestly, happy Stimmy check week to everyone. So, you know, what exactly are we spending it on? We're going to do yellow call options this time. We're going to save it. We're going to invest in the market.
0: I don't know, Brett, what are you doing with it? (laughs) What are your clients doing with
1: it? I would say a lot of them are, you know, saving it, putting in the Roth IRA, putting in their non-retirement account, putting in five twenty-nines for their kids. Um, but you know, going back to the first round and and the history of these stimulus checks, you know, the first round was on April seventeenth, shortly after what we were just talking about happened in March, um, and basically it came through the CARES Act or the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, and it was about hundred and sixty billion dollars of the funds. Which accounted for about 55% of the anticipated total um, had been sent to you know Americans versus or in their direct deposits. So um, many people don't know this that there was actually stimulus checks in 2001 and the 2008 crisis. Uh, it took about six weeks for the initial payments to go out in 2001, and about three months uh, for the 2008 funds. And a lot of people argued that the financial crisis in 2008 was a lot worse because it was way too late for them to actually give out those payments to make an impact on the economy. Brett, what, what were you doing in 2001? In 2001, I was six years old. So nice. <laughs> I was uh, running around the playground in first grade. Nice. Nice. <laughs>
0: um, and you know, part of, part of the problem is that people that need this money most often don't have access uh, to banking products. And therefore a lot of people actually had issues accepting, um, the direct deposit. And so part of our mission here at GK, it's, it's really focusing and helping those in those undeserved communities. And that's why we have our Get Invested program. And Brett actually directs that program. We have no investment minimums. And, um, you know, we have a lot of clients that actually wanted to get started just putting away a little bit of money and, and just getting some guidance because this is the first time kind of having unexpected money, if you may.
1: Yeah. So this time... The whole package is 1.9 trillion dollars that they're handing out. How I've always, I always think about dollar like 100
0: dollar bills in a room. I have no idea, <laughs> and and want to do the math as far as how much money fits into or how many hundred dollar bills you fit into a room. But just to get perspective on one 1.9 trillion dollars is, well, it's worth more than Amazon but less than Apple. Okay. Amazon is a one and a half trillion dollar company. Apple is a 2.1 trillion dollar company. So I I don't even really know what that means. And I have no idea what that means as far as dollar bills in the room, but that just gives the, like, just the sheer size of this
1: package is
0: massive.
1: It's, it's pretty insane. And to give you guys some of the highlights, obviously a lot of people are getting these $1,400 checks. Um, but they also really tried to, um, this on lower income households as well. So, you know, $300 in weekly unemployment benefits were extended till September 6th, um, including a new tax break. Uh, they expanded the child tax credit for 2021, uh, which is worth more than you know the stimulus checks. The families can actually claim up to about $3,600 per year for a child under six and another $3,000 uh, for those that are age six through 17. So the president also is actually planning to put aside $160 billion uh, for this nationwide vaccine program. Um, that will help you know, state and local governments basically get these into people's arms. There's also more funding to reopen schools during the pandemic. Um, so excited for these students. Honestly, I, I can't imagine going to Zoom class every single day right now. Um, what we didn't get is a $15 minimum wage increase. And we talked a little bit about this last time, uh, which is super interesting because I know that the Democrats are really pushing for that um what else did we get we got a new provision to make the first ten thousand two hundred dollars of the 2020 benefits non-taxable for lower income households or households making under one hundred fifty thousand. Um and lastly they gave 360 billion dollars to state and local governments with 10 billion dollars put towards specific infrastructure projects i'm i'm hoping it's to build
0: some some new concert halls (laughs) just just some new places to see music and be around people when we can so so overall, the, the payments are expected, which these expectations and, and these assumptions are always hard, but uh, increase the country's real economic output by 0.6% in 2020, according to the budget office, whatever they know. So, <laughs> so Brett, what, what are you seeing people do
1: with it? Well, it's not what you would think. And it's a little intuitively different. You would think that you know people that already had money would go out and spend it and lower income people would save it. But it's actually completely the opposite. Rich people and you know people that actually have a lot of assets have been shown to actually save this cash um, or pay down a little bit of debt um, and lower people are spending it. So on average, over 80 percent of households earning less than seventy five thousand dollars a year use their first impact payments just to pay for expenses. Uh, and that figure dropped to only 55% for households earning $150,000 and more. So these higher income households, on the other hand, they're basically more likely just to reduce any outside, you know, outstanding household debt for the most part. So are they actually, well, what are they going to spend it on? It's really hard to tell. I mean, are they going to spend it on Gucci? Are they going to go in, on Amazon shopping? Um, there's a ton of different areas in the market and, you know, what we're watching a little bit is the retail sales, uh, which is a very popular gauge of consumer spending. And so it accounts for about 70% of our U.S. GDP. Last time U.S. retail sales were boosted in January, uh, hit 5.3%, uh, when it was only expected to actually hit 1%. Now. Recently, we've seen a decline in that. Um, in February, we actually saw a three percent decline in retail sales. It was the fourth decline in five months since that time period. Um, but it's really interesting to see if people are going to go out and you know buy a call options, if they're going to save this money and put it in to the market, or if they're just going to go out to Vegas, put it all on black, or if they're going to take in a you know a vacation, or they go in to go that's, buy new clothes. That's what I'm hearing.
0: Every person, <laughs> every single person that I talk to yeah <laughs> cannot cannot wait to travel every single person cannot wait to travel so so with that we're going to close just the podcast listening here and then we're going to jump on clubhouse answer any questions but uh thank you for tuning in and yep. brett i'll leave yep. you to the social media make
1: sure that you guys are following us on social you know we're planning to do this every wednesday on clubhouse so make sure you follow us on here um, to notify when we're um, online and then also you can also just email us questions. If you have things that you want us to touch on, I'm Brett at Gerberkawasaki.com. Ben is Ben at Gerberkawasaki.com or on Twitter as well. Um, so there's a lot of ways uh, to get in contact. If you do need financial advice, please contact an advisor. We're happy to, to sit down with you for an hour and go over your situation. See how, what we can do to help. So till next time, we're going to hop on Clubhouse now.